You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. time in a long time but it seems like just yesterday when we were side by side beast mode no one's blocking our way <laughs> these other guys tried it but them man ain't got the skills of braiding and davy brazen and raging bringing you the thrills and spills right here in full gear about to blow up like tnt us man are too sweet brady dvp the bb elite right here in full gear about to blow up like tnt us man are too sweet brady dvp the bb elite Hello. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> oh boy. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for BDE Elite. Yes, do not adjust your your podcast apps, whatever it is, wherever you found this. We are currently in a hotel room. It's like 1:30 in the morning, something like that. We're in Chinatown in Queens in Flushing. We're it's, drinking toasted marshmallow Bud Light seltzers. What has the world become? And we've brought our very own John Cena along with us to tell us all about what happened on Dark Elevation tonight. This is the clearest Zoom connection that I've ever had. <laughs> Holy shit, guys. It's like fucking 3D. This is the epitome of an up nextra. Yeah, we're up next. We're BD Elite. But we went on a little travel. We went on a little tour. We went to AEW Grand Slam. At Arthur Ashe Stadium, and we just got back from the crazy exit of the stadium. Yeah, we're pretty spent. You can hear from our voices. And I'm not editing out that. We're not editing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, You need the real honest BDE here. Yeah, we we have have traveled and we've been screaming, watching wrestling all day today. And uh, we thought we'd do a little bit of a show. This will be a quick one, as you can see by the time frame on this, uh, this show. But... We're hanging out in person in a hotel room so that hopefully we we can make it for some karaoke before the 4 a.m. last call. I don't, are we singing karaoke? There's no way we're singing. I don't think I can hold a tune right now. John, what are you singing at karaoke tonight? I wanted to sing like like wrestling themes. I want to sing like uh, uh, Rancid, uh, Ruby Soho. Yeah. And I, that's been stuck in my stuck head. Stuck in my head all um, day, yeah. Final Countdown, he's never going to use it. It's no. $100,000. 
per use <laughs> for 20 times a year. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I blew my voice out with the first match tonight. Me too. Oh fuck yeah, 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 yeah definitely. It was over. Yeah, um, we'll 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 have to give you an update if we do in fact make it to karaoke. But uh, yeah, it's been quite a journey. We did up next last night, and uh, you slept, Davy, for like maybe two hours. If I if that, didn't, like ninety minutes, something like that. I didn't. Instead, I just like packed and and set up and then went. I had an eight a.m. flight. Um, so we luckily we live in Toronto near an airport border, mm. so we actually just walked over in the morning and then hung out. It felt really weird to travel. And, and do all that stuff to go through it, the hoops. But we made it. We're here. We're hanging out, not over Zoom with John Cena. And uh, we went to some wrestling. Yeah, I had on my flight. Um, so you were, you were flying from the airport near to us. Yeah. And we were both kind of leaving similar time, just different airports. And I really wanted to just like have a little nap in the airport and then have a little nap on the flight. And there were all these people going to some sort of festival or concert, all these young young kids. And they were just talking the whole time. On your flight? On my flight. And they were like, the whole group is around me. Governor's ball, maybe. This no, week. it wasn't that one. Know? It wasn't that one. It was something else. But really? yeah, I'm I'm sat there and they're just talking over me the whole time. And I'm just trying to oh. fucking sleep. So I slept during Rampage instead. <laughs> ah, it's okay. You can catch it Friday night. Yeah. Two hour special. Yeah. Uh, I went on a flight. If Toronto to New York is not very long it's like an hour almost pretty much so it was pretty i i that's the only sleep i've had in the past like plus 47 i don't know i don't know what day it is (laughs) but we're here uh and uh we watched some wrestling we had some hangouts today i uh i got i'm hanging out with daniel friend of the show does the synth and stuff Mm. helps us out with some of our music daniel is is an amazing person he's letting me crash um with him um visiting here so i was hanging out with him and our friend jonah today and then i met up with you two at some bar um, yeah, I went to some the coop. cool Korean yeah. bar the what? in the area. The coop. The coop. The coop. Um, flew the coop. Which the food was pretty good and had some beer towers. I came in there with beer towers. I started helping myself. You were like, please help yourself. There was yeah, the, food. The bartender ended up giving us like a free half tower and then he brought us shots. So yeah, it was pretty cool. I had a sex on the beach because you like insisted that. that was the happy hour special. It's, it's, it's it was Grand good. Slam. You gotta have a sex on the beach for Grand Slam. Yeah, uh, we're we're uh, we're two Canadians here. Well, a Brit Canadian and a Canadian here, and I'm drinking. I, I haven't tried it yet. You <laughs> promised me a pumpkin spice seltzer, but you drank yeah, them. So instead, I'm gonna try this toasted marshmallow one, which uh, I don't think Davey likes. It's interesting. I'm gonna face. have another sip. Dave seltzer rating. Oh, that is uh, not five stars. <laughs> no. It's that is weird. It's very weird. It's marshmallow, yeah. What do you yeah. expect? Yeah, it's like a Dunkaroo or something. I don't know what the fuck this is. Uh, well, I didn't drink that at the stadium. They didn't sell these at Arthur Ashe. I have though to, to stay on the seltzer thing. I did look for the pumpkin ones today before I I, I went into a, like a bodega, and my eyes lit up looking at like the All fridges. The different seltzers. <laughs> <laughs> we had some seltzers at uh, yeah, Arthur Ashe. We had yeah. the hard Arizona. Yeah. What the fuck? They had, they had cherry and cherry, mango. Yeah. They had a sign for it at one of the vent. It was chaos. It was in the Heineken store, like the pop-up stores. It was utter chaos in the arena. Well, yeah, let, let's yeah talk about it. The the like setup in the stadium and everything. Um, well, it was it was sweet. I'm not a tennis fan, but I know a lot about uh, the arena and mm. the importance. I kept saying I wanted to see Billie Jean King show up. Maybe she was there. Everyone else was in the audience tonight, yeah. so maybe she was. She was the person, the new signee. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, so this was like this. What? How many people fit in this thing? I think they were reporting around 17,000. Yeah. They, they kept saying 20,000 was a magic number, but I yeah. doubt they got that many. It wasn't if, sold out, but it was packed. It was, it was ram. So going there today from this bar that we met up with some other people who uh, what body slam people dot uh, net or something like yeah. I'm blanking Matt, on your Matt names, Man's guys. Podcast. Yeah, there's a few podcast people that had clearly people either in New York area or like some travelers. So, scoops as well. Yeah, it was it was so awesome to to see some people and and, and meet some people as well. So shout out anyone listening uh, who we we hung out with today. And uh, I said on a podcast the other day, hey, I'm I'm a Canadian coming to New York. I really love to smoke a joint before watching Kenny Omega versus Daniel Bryan. And, well, some magical angels made that happen. People always come through. Yeah, people I love people sometimes. Uh, so we, we went into this venue, and you had to go, like, go through this, like, felt like a bridge with lines of people. I would say there were – it was a huge line, but it was moving. Like, I didn't feel we were ever waiting too much. It was – I thought it was pretty orderly. I thought it was done pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Getting, getting into the venue. Yeah. Um, the, everyone kind of felt a bit more respectful than I'm maybe more used to than the last time I was at some wrestling events. Maybe that's an AEW crowd or maybe that's just because we went through a pandemic and maybe we should be nice to people. I will say they were requiring uh, proof of vaccines yep. to go in and they were not checking that <laughs> at all. Um, According bar, to Duke I, First bar, we well, actually both bars we went to, I showed my proof and they were like, oh, this is interesting because it's got the Ontario yeah. like health thing and all that. Yeah. So they're like, oh, this is different. And they're looking, whereas you could just wave at any piece of paper. I'm pretty sure I showed him like my CVS receipt and the guy was like, yeah, you're good. Yeah. I, like he wasn't even looking. He just wanted to see something in your hand yeah. and he let you through. Yeah. So I yeah. alarming or what? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I So I let's won't... hope we're not doing up next from New York next week. Yeah. <laughs> I will say I, I I pulled out my phone and and the, at the the entrance to the arena and they were like hey uh, proof of vaccination and I was like here you go and he's like yeah cool great and I was like do you want to look at it <laughs> no, not <at> all. <laughs> so yeah um, but um, maybe yeah that wasn't a great vibe that aside <laughs> it's uh, awesome being at a wrestling show with people right yeah it felt it felt it felt really cool to be at a wrestling show again. And the vibe outside, everyone was just in such a good mood. Everyone, It felt like it was WrestleMania yep. because yeah. there's a lot more people than just your little arena show, a little arena show. But it was a lot of people. Uh, the, the roof was closed. Mm. So uh, no, there was it, there was potential of rain and then it there just was, There wasn't. was rain at one point. Yeah. And um, the way they had it set up, there wasn't like the uh, like the palm trees that you've had at WrestleMania, yeah. you know, for like a canopy. Uh, I think visually it would have looked incredible with the open roof. Yeah. Um, looking around, it does just feel like a big arena as soon as the roof's on. So I'd be curious to see how it came across on TV, whether it looked any different from your usual dynamite. Because um, that that was the one thing I was like, oh, it is a shame the roof's closed because you didn't get that like proper stadium feel, I think. But vis- visually, like the sightlines at this venue, because yeah. uh, it's, like a tennis court is like a wrestling ring. It's like focused. It's not huge. It's right in the middle. And it was quite steep, this venue, I'd say. And the view from anywhere, even behind the stage, sure, you wouldn't be able to see the entrances, but you could see the ring perfectly from whenever, wherever you sat. Yeah. And, and I, I took a walk over to where uh, Braden was sat at and had a, a look from there and kind of just, just walked around and was watching from, like, different parts of the venue. Yeah. Uh, awesome venue, and I, I'm sure they're going to run this again because it it felt great, this place, for wrestling. 
Yeah, no, it, it gave me that exact vibe everywhere you could see perfectly. Barclay Center kind of has this weird thing where you can kind of see that. Not as good as this mm. arena. I actually thought this was awesome. I'm like, whoa, wait, they've never done wrestling here? Why does it feel like it fits so perfect? Yeah. This is a shoe-in for happening every year or next I think year. it's going to be one of like the four specials that they talked about having on TNT. I can see this being like one of the staples every year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Especially if like WWE like have Barclay Center. Or MSG. MSG, like... Why not? Why try to get them when you could just have this as your home? I wonder if they tried to get MSG and that's how they ended up doing this show. Or was this the plan all along? Like, oh. I I don't know. I mean, when they booked this, they're possibly looking at outside venues. Sure, the roof was closed tonight, but with with COVID protocols and things, they might have been leaning towards having somewhere outside, which could have been why. And there's nothing on. The US Open just finished last week. So, yeah. Good time to I do it. I know Tony Khan said that he was like looking at this place for the longest time. I don't know if it was like even before COVID, but he's definitely been scouting this place for a while. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a cool venue. It's got history. People were watching it on the U.S. Open and stuff just last week on TV. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's got some buzz. They did a great job of if you walked around Queens or New York today. You got to see, or the past few days, you got to see the the what the the spray paints on the sidewalk. On the sidewalks, yep. I said the you know dynamite, the time, the date, and everything. It was pretty cool. Yeah, this looked awesome. I took a, I took, I see people taking pictures, and I finally looked down at my feet at a red light. I was like, whoa, that is the greatest advertising you could do. Yeah, I think the advertising for this show has been great. You've seen a lot of people on uh, sports like, shows, sports shows, and chat shows. Orange Cassidy. Like <laughs> um, it does. It did feel kind of like that WrestleMania vibe when you know. The wrestling's in town. Yeah, uh, I, I'm sure I'd be interested to know, like locals around who maybe don't have their ears to the ground about wrestling, like whether they notice that. See yeah, that's going on. I mean, I week. bumped into like at least three or four like of my former coworkers that don't even like go to wrestling shows. Like, and shout out to Miguel and uh, Chris, if you guys are listening. Um, but yeah, I was like, you know, surprised because they never go to wrestling shows, and it's like, you know, this is a big thing, and you know, even if you don't like pay attention to wrestling you're still somehow finding out about this event one way or another and you find out the names that are involved like cm punk daniel bryan like yeah fuck yeah yeah i mean this is this is pretty nuts uh you guys both just went to all out in chicago and like that was a pretty crazy card considering all the things that happened on it and all the people that showed up on it but when you look at this card this is absolutely ridiculous who, who we watched in, on this card today. Yeah, because this is essentially a huge pay-per-view split over two nights. Uh, that they filmed in one go. Which they, which they filmed in one go. And you look, you've got, like, obviously CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, sorry, Brian Danielson versus Kenny. Sting versus FTR. That's the one that I kept Sting and Darby. Like, oh, yeah, we're seeing Sting. Sorry, well. I watched today. Sorry, no, not spo- we're not going to spoil Rampage for you guys. I swear. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I tweeted one thing about what CM Punk's wearing. I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, I got to see – I don't think this is a spoiler because I think it was darker Elevation. I guess you would know. What, what the fuck was what, that? With the Paul White? Yeah. That was Elevation. So yeah. not only did we get to see Sting, I watched Paul White we wrestle. Paul White wrestle as well. I got to see all sorts of things. We knew something was up because Davey looked at the commentary and he's like, huh, Paul White's not doing commentary yeah, I tonight. I noticed that too. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, he's a big guy. I should be seeing him sitting there but he wasn't it was i think mark henry mark henry eddie kingston and tony shivani yeah. so yeah like the, the, the list of all these rest like minoru suzuki we watched sting we watched Mont- like all these names wrestling and this has nothing to do with wwe it's, yeah. it's i think this is the biggest show that has rivaled wwe it feels in a long, like long time. now with this uh and i know the term's tired now but with this forbidden door thing 
AEW is the pinnacle of the rest of wrestling in the rest of the world. And that can be your shitty bingo halls, quote unquote. It can be your mm. uh, New Japans. It can be your impacts. It can be all of this. But AEW is the, uh, I mean, it has the money. It has the viewership. It's got the, the venues and stuff to actually showcase all this stuff and keep anything that's been happening in the rest of the world kind of canon to their story. Like they, there's no, you come to AEW and it's, well, right, we're going to change your name. You're going to be Italian now. <laughs> you're going to be, you're going to be mates with this guy and you're going to brawl in bars. It's like, no, like all everyone's history, even, even people who have made the leap from WWE, Malachi Black, for instance, he's kept everything of his character from WWE and continued it. Like, him being blinded by Rollins and Murphy is canon to Malachi Black. Yeah. You see with his look and the eye and everything. And I think that's awesome. I think it it means, sure, as a casual, maybe you, you'll be watching and you go, right, who's this old Japanese dude who's just walking out and beating up John Moxley? But you see the reaction from the crowd who are so tuned into it. You know, well, I got to look up who this guy is and it's down to you to do your research. And I think, uh, I mean, obviously we weren't listening to commentary today, but Excalibur's fantastic at that, at filling in the blanks. And I, I just think that's why AEW is so exciting right now, because literally anything can happen. And these these dream matches we talk about, there's a possibility. As long as they're not signed by WWE, there's a possibility of any crazy match happening. Mixing, matching, yeah. yeah. It's it's this whole other thing. I, I think this was the biggest, the, the most... I've seen from friends who have stopped watching wrestling over the years that have messaged me this week. Like, right. oh, you, they got me. I'm watching this show. And it's like, oh, you didn't talk, you haven't talked to me about wrestling in four years. But all of a sudden you want to, you know what, what this is. You know, if you know who Kenny is, you know who Brian is and you, you're watching. Okay. Or a lot of people watched All Out. So many people watched All Out and went, okay, I'm watching wrestling I mean, again. Now. Yeah. And then you watch Tonight Show, you, they got you, I think. I think uh, so. Definitely. I mean, this this was a like four-hour-plus taping for us. So, yeah, we are super tired, especially running on zero sleep for the past few days. But um, they they said, like, hey, we're going to be taping Dyn- we're gonna be Dynamite's Live, but then we're going to tape Rampage afterwards. But before, there's also Elevation. So we're going to open these doors up. All these people are going to try to fill in and get their beers and their food. And it was it was a little chaotic. It was pretty full for Elevation yeah, as well. It was, like, yeah, it um, I mean, it's it's obviously not out yet, but the like cheer for Thunder Rosa yeah. on Elevation was enormous. And it's kind of cool because I, I remember, was it a SummerSlam or, or, there, or a Mania or something where there was no one there for one of the yeah. pre-show yeah matches. right back a few times yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Ha- it's happened a few times where like no one's been in the venue by then and it was pretty cool to see it i'd say it was like probably 70 percent full for those yeah. dark elevation tapings well it's crazy because they go okay everyone get in here tony khan was made it clear on any interviews or twitter and stuff like that like yo get in the building because mm. you want to be there for the start of this show well, we figured out why he wanted us to be there on time because we're told as the show starts, kicks off, okay, well, actually, the match you're all here for, it's happening it's right starting, now. Yeah. The dream match we're here for, Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson, kicking off Dynamite. How do you feel about that? It threw everyone off 
and I loved it. It instantly went, oh, I'm glad I, I just got back from getting my 10 minute line, 10, 10 minute, 15 minute waiting in line. Actually, my friend Daniel was getting pizza and then we were in a beer line and I was like, this beer line sucks. People are cutting in front of me. This is insane. I'm never going to get out of here. Like, I'll be waiting for an hour for this line. And he was like, yo, like, I'm getting pizza. You can quickly order something. I'll order you beer. I'm like, yo, quickly order, like, put, put two beers in for me and Jonah. And he's like, yeah, all right. And then we got our beers and then we got to our seat and then boom, dynamite starts. And I was like, okay, I may have cheated the system a little, but holy shit, I would have been so mad because a few people were coming in when the match like was kicking off or the entrance and they're like, wait, what the fuck? I thought this was the main event of the fucking whole night. So I could see people being like pissed off, but yo, get there on time. (laughs) I had two guys try and cut in line for the washroom. Yeah. Like right in front of me. Yeah. And it's like, are you, are you cutting in front of me? Yeah. And they turned around and went, what are you going to do? Call the police? And it's like, no, but you're not going to cut in front of me. And like, just push right in front of them. And then the guy behind me was like, yeah, like, fuck you. Yeah. I can't stand those types of people. I did notice that a lot in a lot of the lines going into the venue at the beer and stuff. You get that anywhere. Concerts doesn't matter, but especially after a pandemic, like I figure, can we not show each other more respect? Yeah, yeah I mean, it's not like we cut the line to get in, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> we accidentally did cut a line today. Well, we were there already. Yeah. We were there. Yeah, we yeah. were hanging. We were pausing. Yeah, yeah. We, we were paused. Yeah, we were chilling against this thing for so long, and then we were like, oh, we must. this must be this line. And then we looked back after a while, like, oh, wait, that's a whole spiraling, turning lines, lanes of lines that we... And we're, like, hiding behind big Walter over here. Like, <laughs> Yeah, one of our listeners, our friend Walter, who, our Walter, who's bigger than Walter in WWE... No one will ever fuck <laughs> no. I think he got picked for random screening in the venue entrance because <laughs> he's so big. They're like, yo, uh, shout out, Walter. But yeah, so Dynamite here kicks off in Arthur Ashe Stadium. We didn't take any notes. This is just a quick yeah. kind of for- short-form show. But yeah, the main event match that I purposely was like, I need to watch this match. I want to watch this match. I know we'll probably get it again in the future. But I want to see this in the stadium. It's a, too perfect to pass up. And I'm so glad that I made the trip because I think this match lived up to the hype. 100%. I, I do kind of like... Uh, I do kind of like building up to a big match. Like, I didn't quite feel ready for it. Yeah. Like, you feel, oh, shit, this is happening exactly. now. I don't know if my like energy level's there yet or whatever. Yeah. But it's also... I don't think I've gone to a TV taping where I've really cared about the card. I've, I've seen good Raws before that I've gone to and they've been fun, not really cared. I've never gone like, oh, I hope this gets time, this match here. Whereas this is a match, I think we said it on last week's show, it, we assumed it was going to main event and we were going, well, I kind of hope it goes on at 9.30 because I don't want it to be one of these main events that entrances are starting quarter two and you go, oh, I'm not really getting the match. Yeah. So by starting the show, you knew these guys were going to, like have time yeah. with this and they announced the 30 minute time limit and i i think a lot of us as soon yeah. as justin roberts kind of goes 10 minutes, minutes gone yeah. or whatever you go oh, okay i see what they're doing but we got a full match no bullshit um and it's kenny versus brian yeah yeah, it, it, it had, it had everything I wanted to see from this match. You got your, your stand. First of all, like it's the opening match. So everyone was ready. You know, it's like it was, it's the first time I've been to an AEW show. So yeah. I've been to all in, but this is AEW. This, it was very similar to WWE and how they did things. Like Justin Roberts is like, Hey guys, 10 seconds. 
we're going to go live. You need to like get yourself hype up. If anyone you've been to Raw, they do that stuff. Yeah. They do the cuts to the crowds during the things. They do little things that don't show up on TV to get the crowd going yeah. and things like that. They clearly have learned in this business. But yeah, they start off with this match that's just crazy hot and it's the match that we've all wanted to see. And yeah, they, they totally delivered. I got everything I wanted out of this with the standoff in the beginning with the first match here with the crowd full going absolutely mental with just this like stare down between yeah. Kenny and, and, and Danielson, which is just like, I was, I was like, all right, this is already amazing. You don't even need to wrestle. I don't think <laughs> yeah, really, but then they did. And boy, did they wrestle and definitely wrestle is the key word because it felt like a pro wrestling match. Uh, I am done watching WWE. <laughs> I am sorry. I know someone just went, ah, these, no, sorry. Nothing. I don't care about anything. Go watch your show with silly dolls and fucking whatever is going on in that show. They, they are not the same. This is pro wrestling. Mm. This was an awesome match. I went to, um, I traveled to go watch Kenny fight Jericho for Wrestle Kingdom. That's something I was like, oh man, wouldn't it be awesome if I went to that match live? I had the same like vibe here, like dream match kind of weird mentality. Like, is this actually happening? Okay, it's it's going down. And from front to start, I don't know if I've ever been at a live show for this match, specifically this match, that I was so invested. Like, I, I didn't give a shit about anything else going on for that like, 30 minutes. Yeah. So they that's that speaks for something in my opinion. Like I wasn't I didn't go on my phone. I think I took a video of their entrance and I didn't. I looked it back at my phone after the the show today. I was like I didn't take many many yeah, pictures of things because I just didn't care. I was like in you in to watch it. Yeah, I was just sucked into it, and that speaks volumes. Uh, these two put on a clinic here. People who are kids who are wrestling, you're going to train to be wrestlers, are going to be watching this match for quite a while because these guys knocked it out of the park. What I found interesting is uh, I've got a few kind of very casual fans um, who have been getting into AEW recently. And I was waiting to hear if there was any disappointment from the, the draw. And sure, when the bell went, there were boos. Of right. course. But then there's a fucking standing ovation. You know, like yeah. you knew you saw something good. And you're disappointed that, not necessarily that it's a draw, but that the match is over. You want them to keep going. Yeah. And checking like with very casual fans, they were like, that match was great. Didn't mind the draw at all. Like you got 30 minutes of solid, great wrestling. Yeah. And... You, we've got a story now like there's we're gonna keep going back to this like I, I think we definitely we're obviously gonna see this match again with the title involved at some point I think the way they've, they've started it with the draw like you could get two or three more of this and have a proper series I'd watch them wrestle two. a million times <laughs> and I think every time is gonna be uh, very interesting like yeah. I, it lived up to the hype for sure for me yeah, I have. We haven't even rewatched it back, but it's definitely something that I probably will be watching. If if I wasn't doing the show right now, we'd probably be watching it back. But I'll probably have to do that tomorrow. Yeah, one of my friends said he was watching it on TV, and he said this, we sounded so loud, which I'm so happy reflected because when that music came on, you couldn't even hear the music. We were being so loud. The place no. was like rumbling. Everybody's like clapping and chanting, and it's if the energy was so crazy. The only negative about that is like I feel like everybody got their energy out. So by the next segment, the next match, which was like MJF and Pillman, it was like all right, let's kind of like get back to normal now. It's like only negative about it but i'm happy that like 
I was they, spent, they dude. Yeah, I, was, I was. I needed a cigarette. I needed. I needed to go outside. Like that's what I. I don't even smoke cigarettes. Like, you know what I mean? I didn't. Yeah. But like that's how I felt. I was spent, brother. I was like, okay, wow. I got my money's worth. And I yeah, exactly. Um, that's kind of how I felt. I was like, well, you could put on the worst show after this ever now after this, and I don't care because I saw that. Yeah. Yep. And unfortunately, well, I mean not unfortunately, but they put on a great show, but. Yeah. I th- I felt uh, for like us definitely because the lack of sleep and traveling and all that uh, my I couldn't pick my energy level up again. No, and I, and I thoroughly enjoyed the show both Dynamite and Rampage. Rampage I struggled with a lot because it did feel long, and that I would say is the one thing of uh, having like an elevation first and then peaking right at the at the start of the show yeah um you've got a long way to go after that and nothing is gonna possibly get you as excited in all fairness match. they only had three matches for elevation which i'm actually surprised usually it's like eight or nine matches good so the fact there was like three matches and it was like quick matches like it was like the, you know paul yeah. white thunder rosa and dark order just squash matches so i was very happy i'm like oh look at that it's at 755 like we're gonna go into the main show right now so that that was a, i think that was really smart the fact that they didn't put too much in front of the uh kenny bryan match yeah, I, I, I knew that they would, I knew I would feel that way after that, yeah. and I did, and I, I felt, like, really tired, and the crew we were with, like, yeah, I was like, we all felt the same, we're like, okay, well, like, we're still gonna enjoy and go wild for the show as much as we can, but it felt like, okay, I needed a breather, and I still need a breather, and then we'd, like, we, the next se- three segments later, we'd still be talking about that first match. <laughs> Dear Arthur Ashe, please sell coffee or Red Bull or something. Yeah, they need it's, it's it. They needed to work out more vending things because being at venues like there's there needs to be more. You can't be waiting in line for the whole fucking show. I would say that's something that uh, as much as I didn't like the venue for All Out, yeah, they they were aware of their demographic and <laughs> turned a lot of the women's washrooms into men's washrooms <laughs> and stuff like that. And I felt the the merch lines and the vendors and all that kind of moved a little bit smoother than right. tonight. But it's predominantly a tennis venue. Yeah. I guess people aren't really going and yeah. getting loaded on beers and As stuff. As you should. You should do that. People tennis. have a drink, but it's a little <laughs> bit more civilized. Yeah, I saw their tennis menu. It was like all these classy drinks. Hmm. Like, here's well, some Wimbledon cognac. Pims. Yeah, you go and yeah. you have Pims and you have some strawberries <laughs> and cream and you sit on Henman Hill and watch the yeah, tennis. Yeah. Like, it's it's a little bit more civilized. Whereas, guys, we're wrestling fans. We mm. want a beer. Yeah, I, I wish I saw the hard Arizonas or Seltzers. I was drinking Heineken. It was pretty much all I, ha- I had in my sections. But I was like, yeah, whatever, cool. We're going to have some Heineken. And you know, we this. all love some Heinekens <laughs> here at the BD. Yeah, I, 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 there was there was a whole other card, but definitely I'm I'm stuck in, in just like, in fact, I need to watch it back on, on the TV broadcast. But Kenny Omega, the greatest wrestler in the past few years, um, and Brian Danielson, who's just been like this guy for years, and the story and the mm. the hype up, the the open letter to WWE building this up. He said this is his now most important match, and man, must have feel good walking back. After yeah, it. that that I, I think Brian Danielson is is a very smart guy. I think he's he's such a role model as well. He's someone I I trust. Like all the shit, and we talked about it extensively on Up Next this week. All the the dark side of the ring and stuff. Brian Danielson, someone I can trust. I can enjoy your work. I trust 
you're a good person, you're a role model, you're going to put on fantastic matches, and I can buy your white T-shirt <laughs> and wear it proudly right. and not worry about it. Um, and the way he, he left WWE being grateful for them and thanking them and everything, but being, look, this is bucket list stuff. Yeah. I'm a professional wrestler. Kenny's the best in the world. I want to fight him. Um, going to that interview we were listening to uh, the other day where he's saying, I want to face Zack Sabre Jr. in the UK yeah. for the Observer Brian Danielson mm. Award. He's like, it's my own award. I retired. I retired. They changed the name of te- Best Technical Wrestler to the Brian Danielson Award. And, well, I'm back and I want to win it. So I got to beat this guy. So I'm going to wrestle. I want to wrestle him. And, like, imagine being Zack Sabre Jr. hearing that being like, you're on. Bet. Let's go. And it's so refreshing just hearing someone speak so honestly. Um, no kind of trying to work anyone. Yeah. Just like, no, I love WWE, but I love professional wrestling. I want to fight Zack Sabre Jr., work in the Tokyo Dome, do Mexico. He's saying all the shit you want to hear. Yeah. He's not doing like, oh, well, you know, maybe one day. He's like, no, this is what I want. And I have three and years I to I do it. I can do it. And I've got yep. three years he to do it. He says I'm done after three years. So, I mean, if this was this, this was his first match out of WWE in so long, and wow, if this is what we're getting, this unleashed dragon well, please bring it back on. And book Dragon versus Dragon, Shingo, Takagi, oh, yeah. Brian Danielson. Were there any other highlights from Dynamite, like things that stood out to you? <laughs> I mean, you know me if you've been listening. When those lights went out and the snow Dang. was in the air and Arthur Ashe, the ash was in the air, I, I got I got excited to see, see Sting. Uh, just, I've actually seen Sting wrestle before uh, versus Abyss. In a last rights match at uh, Destination X TNA 2007. So, this is, I'm super fan of Sting because this is the second time I've seen him wrestle. But you've seen Punk wrestle twice now? I've seen Punk wrestle twice. Seen I've seen Sting wrestle twice. <laughs> seen him against Triple H and <laughs> FTR. Saw so Paul White wrestle twice so in a Paul, month. You yeah. saw Paul White wrestle. Twice. Oh, uh, the Gun Club come, came out as well. Yeah, and yeah. Elevation. So I've seen a bunch after watching. Like this is check off our, uh, the wrestlers I've seen now coming from this. I've seen Tully there. Saw Arn fall. I, I was gonna if- say my next standout thing would be like the reaction that Cody got. He was like yeah. super heel. Like he yeah. didn't come off as a heel, but the fans treated him as. Such. I think that's probably the hottest the crowd were aside from the the Brian Kenny yep. match. Um, yeah. That reaction, he always gets kind of mixed, and we we always talk about on this show about how is he a he's working you, bro? Is he a delusional baby face? Yeah. Is he working? Like what is it? But the they've got to lean into this now at this point. I would say I was uh, this was on dynamite, right? I don't want to say yes. things yes. that didn't happen, but uh, so Malachi Black, Cody Rhodes, I, I've told about I, Cody is someone like dude. We wouldn't be here with all the stuff that he was doing a few years ago in the indies. So don't people wrestling fans were so jaded. We move on to the hot new toys real quick. Like, dude, he was the guy that we were, like, supporting and, like, yeah, fuck WWE, fuck Triple H, we got fucking Cody Rhodes, ah. And now we're, like, we're turning on him because we got all these new fresh faces. But I hope that it's, and I I think it is, it is that he's, yeah, he's working us. However, tonight would have definitely been the right time for him to do the thing with Arn to just, just hit him. Yeah. Hit him. Hit Arn. Yeah, I just, I still question is he working us brilliantly or yeah. does he just think he's the most over babyface in yeah, the world? Yeah, yeah. Because, like, it could have been a surprise if it's the latter. 
Um, I th- he could have been I, like, yeah. oh, I thought you'd have... I brought Rosario Dawson out on Wednesday. Like, why Why are you booing me? <laughs> yeah, I think now they got to... If they hadn't thought, been thinking about it already, they should have, because I actually was expecting the biggest, the second biggest thing coming out of the show tonight. You, you said it. Yeah, the second biggest thing is, oh, yeah, people were booing Cody. I was expecting... Oh, people were booing Cody, and well, he gave him gave him something to boo because he he tacked Arn is what I thought. I thought, especially we after Arn kept took him two bumps, just practicing his bumps on the outside. And he should practice that first one. <laughs> he, yeah, I he was doing some Spider Man. Really came <laughs> across on TV. Like, I was looking Arn. at the gif, but Arn was trying to like go around the ring post and he just was, fell on his. Yeah, ass. that was it really was funny. Yeah, really? I hope he's okay because he he had to make up for he had to get up to do the spot. Yeah. So he takes two bumps, really. Damn. The poor they know what they're doing. I mean, he brought back Brandy. She comes out of the heel tunnel. I think you had pointed it out. Yeah. They play they, off that heel baby face tunnel thing yeah, so much do. in person. So when when Cody came out and he's like, hold on, hold on. Arn and him come out of the baby face tunnel. But Brandy came out of the heel mm. tunnel. So guys, you know that he's going to have to turn heel. What, oh. they, what they have to do is like put what the... Did he, they no, have, he comes in the middle. He comes in the middle, He's then the arm came out of the face. The yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to get the baby Liberty and put it right in between mm-hmm. and see which tunnel she, she chooses. chooses. But I actually like Cody coming in the middle because it it actually represents everything we say. Like, is mm-hmm. he a, the biggest baby face or is he a massive heel? Like, right. We're not supposed to. What about Pharaoh? Yeah. <laughs> that's how you put yeah. treats in your pocket to see which hole. Like, that's what you do. Well, dogs make. are never heels. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, have you been bit by one? You might change your stance yeah, on that. You were the heel there. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I felt like Cody with this reaction, like, yeah, you need to make changes. You need to go forward, evolve the character, or, like, take t- time away. I actually loved Malachi's re- reaction after the match as well. when he During won, the match. Because he's someone who doesn't really show a lot of emotion. He's pretty, like, stern and serious the whole time. And just watching him, like lying on the ramp laughing after yeah. the match you don't normally see that from him and i i found it quite yeah kind he of refreshing w- from him actually yeah he was selling it right right before them or as the match started he was like do you hear that i think i trying to read his lips he mm. was like do you hear that they're not chanting they're not chanting for you they're chanting for house of black so they're pushing that uh thing um yeah i, I the match was good too uh, the match was good, but um, still that vibe of like, okay, well, yeah, we're we're t- we're capped out. Mm. We 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 know what we wanted tonight, and we got it. So everything else was just kind of bonus. And from yeah. the actual match, I only remember Arn's bump. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> I, I like the match. It was a little slower, and it was it was kind of quicker than some of the others. Um, what else happened? Oh, Sting and Darby fought. Yep, FTR. It's, it is fun watching Sting. Uh, I did. He was fast. Yeah, I thought. He's- He's as soon as he's he did, older than Arn Anderson, that's crazy. Well, he did this crazy. this sequence, and even I was like, "Oh, whoa!" Sting, like a bunch of us were like, "Whoa!" Sting's looking fast, and literally after the that's when the whole arena lit up, chanting, "You still got it," I, and rightfully so. I, I think that's that why the the tag thing works so well with him because he doesn't have to do a great deal. He's not got the pressure of doing a twenty minute match on yeah. his own, but can do stuff. He can still do great, and it looks great. And get such a good reaction. Um, I think you you got to start pushing these two towards the Bucks. Or the Lucha Bros. They're the champs. <laughs> yeah, I keep forgetting. Yeah. Sting and the Lucha Yeah, but Sting and Ray I Phoenix. I think they've got to get uh, a tagged title shot soon. They beat FTR, so mm. yeah. Uh, there was the main event, 
Ruby Soho, Destination Unknown, um, and then DMD, Britt Baker. Britt Baker is over as fuck. Yeah, she got a huge... Ruby was really over. Yeah, Ruby was really, yeah, over, Ru- Ruby was really cool. is on another level. Like, she was one of yeah. the most over people of the night. I liked the match, actually. It was probably... Yeah, actually, I, I kind of got into the match, um, especially towards the end. We all knew Britt was winning, but, like, the you were like, ah, I kind of want to see if if they do want to maybe change it up, but like, no way. But there were some hope spots that, that made me bite. Um, and I think Ruby like is, is a solid wrestler. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And, and she's got a really cool look. I hope, um, like we keep on talking about the women's division, but they really need to start, uh, having decent feuds that aren't involving the title because Ruby, from what I remember, she lost pretty, clean here right to brit was there uh, much oh no no not at all jamie hater interfered it's that's the gimmick lately is jamie hater is the problem solver she's the reason brit okay. keeps winning all these things uh R- ruby was about to win but hater interfered okay so they can rerun this match um yeah but yeah it's just a worry with like a ruby if you're i i don't think it's the right time to take the title off of brit but it's you she's need, a future champ you need stuff for ruby to do if she's not in the title picture but uh i assume we're going to probably get this match again and it, it delivered yeah, yeah yeah i thought it was pretty good I, and, and it should have it it was deserving to be the main event um especially if you put the dream kenny brian mm-hmm. match as your opener it's like yeah definitely put the women's title match as the main event and rightfully so um, any other stuff? It felt like a quick, sh- not quick, but like it was obviously the 30 minutes plus burned the first yeah. hour and then there wasn't much promos. Hillman and MJF were in a bit of an awkward spot, I think. Punk talking. Yeah, punk come out you have Punk that, talking, yeah. so you were riding that high energy. You finish the Brian Kenny match and you go right into Punk, who everyone's still excited to see. Yeah. And then I, I felt, uh, I felt MJF and Pillman were in a bit of a tough spot going when they did. MJF is like a baby face here. So that his parents were in the crowd with his family were in the crowd tonight with signs that saying we're his parents and even we still hate him. We still think he sucks. <laughs> um, he's the biggest heel in wrestling and he got the booze and stuff. But I still think his matches really don't do anything for me. Uh, sorry, but like. It depends. I've I really loved that match he had with Sammy on Dynamite. Yeah. I've really enjoyed his matches with uh, with Jungle Boy. Um, this one didn't didn't do a whole lot for me though. Yeah. I I think he's good. I think he's actually a, a better wrestler than I always I think he is. Right. If you know what I mean. I, I expect the Miz, and I get more than the Miz from him. But Pillman Pillman's someone who has a lot of potential, but in ring he's a, he's still a bit basic. Yeah. Um, he does his flying clothesline. He tried to. He set it up like it was going to be this big yeah. finish. <laughs> and then it's countered into the Fujiwara. Um, yeah. And I think also you kind of want an MJF promo to lead into a match just because he's so good. I was it. waiting for the promo to hype up. I think the crowd needed it. I think to be it honest. needed it too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that was kind of all that kind of happened. And then there was a lot of stuff that happened on Rampage that I kind of don't want to spoil for people. But um, it was. CM Trunks. <laughs> There was there was some fun stuff as well as there and and uh, some. There was a lot more matches on Rampage. I felt like. Yeah, yeah. I felt like it maybe I, I was I was my energy was draining. I was, was spent by Rampage for sure. Yeah, um, but it had some fun stuff. I was super into seeing the Super Click get back together. So that was super cool. That match was nuts. Jungle Boy. I don't know, man. He is a he is definitely a star. 
like the the arena lights up for that Jungle Jurassic Express. I still think there's a title shot for those two. There's a yeah. title run for those two down the line. But uh, yeah, so I mean, obviously, match of the night I think is unanimous 100%. for anyone who watched this show tonight, whether at home or in in person. But Daniel Bryan, sorry, Bryan Danielson, Kenny Omega just knocked it out the park with this dream match. When do you do the rematch? Do you do a title match at Full Gear? Yeah, I mean, um, there was someone outside. Someone saw someone. Someone saw my shirt, or someone saw us smoking, and we're like, "Oh yeah, you got the right idea." And she was wearing an anxious millennial cowboy mm. shirt, and I said to her, "You got the right idea wearing that shirt." Mm. And she's like, "Oh, I just wish." Hangman would come back. I'm like, well, he's coming out tonight. And she's like, what? No, don't say that. Oh, he, that didn't happen. Uh-huh. I think Kenny beats Brian some way, some some shape or form. Do an hour draw. An hour draw? An hour You're draw insane. Full You're insane. Then have Hangman come out. No, it wouldn't work like that. I would like to see it. Again, let them wrestle as many times as they fucking yeah. want. Let Daniel Bryan do whatever he wants. <laughs> and we will love it. And we will all be happy. That's Absolutely. what, yeah. Uh, going to the show was awesome. AEW puts out these like um, flash on their boards on the on the Titantrons. Like, hey, we won't uh, we won't tolerate like certain languages and the way people are treated. Like, you don't see that at, at WWE sh- shows. I know on NXT, it, who, who says they look they're trying to make wrestling a safe space. Um, oh, yeah. but they literally like are like hey like this isn't a place to like get in fights and stuff like if you try to fight someone like you're out yeah. and I, I, I appreciate that kind of thing you, it felt like more of a like thing like uh, sitting next to MJ from NJ he was uh, getting a little lit he, he decided you know what anyone who walks by I'm going to too sweet hmm. for a little while wrestling friends we usually too sweet each other but out of 10 people you might get one person who's just maybe maybe they are a little too spent maybe they are too tired maybe they don't want it too sweet so one guy didn't too sweet him, and MJ felt a little like, oh, you didn't too sweet me. And I was like, here we go. It's about to kick <laughs> off. But the guy just goes, oh, I'm so sorry. My bad, bro. And, it. and I was like, wow, that wouldn't probably happen uh, yeah. at a Raw or SmackDown because usually that would end up into someone calling someone a bad word and a fight. Uh, just just things I noticed as going to WWE shows my whole life and little tiny things. Less kids as well, yeah. I noticed. I barely saw any. Uh, I I saw a couple, but definitely not the amount you would normally see. At a Way less kids. WWE Although, a, like maybe a row or f- something, there was like a a, a, a a mom and dad and their daughter. She looked like she was like eight, ten, maybe. And when Britt Baker was doing anything, it was so cool to see. It was so mm. amazing to see this girl do that's this cool. little girl do the DMD thing a million times, and like she was about it. And I was like, that's fucking awesome. So uh, yeah, that, there wasn't many kids, but yeah, definitely a different. Uh, we were saying it kind of had that mania vibe, just the amount of people and everyone kind of hyped, but yeah. definitely a different kind of crowd. I felt, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was it was interesting to see. It was a it was a spectacle of going to lots of different shows. I'm sure you can attest to as well. Both of you is like it had this whole different vibe. First of all, it's in a tennis stadium. Second of all, it's all these matches that, why is this even happening? But holy shit, is this happening? It, it felt more like a concert. Like, 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 like just like running into people that I knew and just talking to them. It didn't feel like I was going to wrestling. Man. I yeah. felt like I was just going to like a festival. Like it just felt mm-hmm. like a really different vibe. And everybody was just very excited and happy. Like compared to when I went to MSG a couple weeks ago. And you didn't really get that same vibe. Like people, were just like, they were just there just because they had to watch wrestling. But, Everyone like, seems so happy and chill. Yeah. Definitely going yeah. to the show. It makes me want to go to other 
yeah. locations uh, yeah. that they do these things. I don't yeah. know if Minneapolis is the one, but uh, this definitely had a better chill vibe than All Out. Like All Out was cool, but I felt like something about this felt very special. Felt this like show was, felt yeah. like one of the most special shows yeah. I've ever been to, one hundred percent, hands down. Um, and it is like a great pe- Tony Khan c- came out a few times, by the way. Yeah, I don't want to spoil. I feel like this spoils, but it's probably already. Well, out the rap there. battle I don't think aired. So I think we could talk about that. That was like a dark segment. I'm pretty sure they didn't put it on TV. Okay, well, like I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> someone had messaged me that there was like celebrities in attendance. Stephen Amell. Yep, Stephen Amell from was there. Heels. It's ringside, but apparently like West Side Gun. Yep. The rapper was there, but apparently the rapper. Well, not apparently because it fucking song because he came out. Lil Uzi Vert <laughs> was there, and apparently he was also hanging out with Fab. Fabulous. So just all these like. Who knows who else, yeah. like celebrity wise, were Did here? Did someone say Andre Chase? No, no one said. <laughs> That's so, funny. so yeah, it definitely had the attention. And again, this is probably the biggest non WWE show that's like happened probably in a long, long time since WCW. Not including like New Japan stuff because there's so many people. There's literally almost twenty thousand people there. And for anybody who follows the socials, got a big pop. Because Max Caster brought up the nine days promo. Oh god, I love nine days. Nine I, days. I, I thought that was like nine an inside days. thing between us. I yeah. realized it was like you yeah, know a well known thing amongst like the roster, but that was great. Absolutely lost it when he said that. So yeah, the rap battle with Lil Uzi Vert, who didn't actually rap battle. No, he didn't do anything. Yeah, the goat. Uh, well, that's uh, our little recap mm. of uh, of Dynamite, the Grand Slam. Is there any final kind of things? Because the 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 Kenny match. And Brian delivered for me. That's going to be a match we'll be talking about at the end of the year for sure. It felt like this battle, this sportsman like sportsmanship, athleticism battle kind of thing. But loved it. Yeah, de- definitely want to watch. I want to watch most of the show yeah. again because you do get a different perspective watching on TV. Um, but yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. AEW uh, put on very entertaining shows. Yeah, like I can't see even even a bad dynamite isn't terrible you know like i think if you went to it you'd you'd have so much fun um so yeah i recommend if if you're nearby to one of these go like because yeah check it out check it out it's it's a great time and it's it's revitalizing wrestling 100 percent for me uh you go to these indie shows the past five years where in the indie shows were like the cool shows and they still are like the gcws Mm -hmm. and stuff um but they take in that and like with the production and the and the backing and everything just makes it a completely different animal and what wrestling kind of needs to be where it hasn't been for the past 10 15 years so uh, one one of the best one of the best shows I, I, I've ha- I had a lot I've been to a lot of shows but it, again it felt very special and, if, and uh, Arthur Ashe Stadium yeah what, what I feel like with shows like this they're gonna be doing basically what takeovers are basically never gonna be able to do again. Because you have like that takeover type of vibe with yeah. the, the fans that were there, and realistically, we're never going to get that again. Obviously, with everything going on, so I feel like this is like better than what Takeover. It, it it took what Takeover did, and it just upped the production value and upped the obviously the talent that's on the show. Um, but yeah, I'm just excited about the future. I really hope that they continue to do shows in New York, and that's just a perfect venue. Yeah, we gotta come back. Gotta, gotta come, come back. back. Try all the American seltzers you guys got. Well, I, I can see them not necessarily doing this every year but doing different interesting venues yeah everywhere yeah like doing things outside at random things doing i mean they've got the football stadium in in the uk um that would be crazy yeah i mean they did it they did it on a they did a dynamite on on a a fucking boat boat, so i mean like i think they're gonna keep on doing these 
special dynamites just whenever whenever yeah. they can get somewhere booked that's cool and well anytime it's a hometown for someone it's going to be a special dynamite yeah. like they they do such a good job at make this we're talking like it's a pay-per-view this was just tv yeah. this week this is a tv episode that they did yeah it's it's pretty crazy there were there were some promos in and out from certain wrestlers that may or may not air and stuff and there are a lot of choice words like mentioning not mentioning WWE, but like Oh, pro wrestling is back in New York City. Mm. Like, don't don't worry about that other shit. This is not pro wrestling. This is kind of thing. And I I, I like the it's it's little like things like that. It's like ah, a few right. less piece of shits than usual though. Mm. Yeah, a lot less piece. I don't think they even said it once. No. I don't think anyone called someone a piece of shit. So that was my one. Well, I'll call you a piece of yeah, shit, John. Thanks for listening, you pieces <laughs> piece of, of shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thanks for listening to this uh, little show. Uh, our voice, my voice, sounds better than it did when we started. I've actually woken up a bit from yeah. doing this. Yeah, going out, <laughs> going out. Yeah. yeah, the city that never sleeps, right? Oh yeah. I've been listening to my Fuji's on my uh, train ride from New Jersey all all morning. So. Nice. Were you that they played Frank to end the show tonight? Oh, uh, uh, I don't know if you'd left already. No, no, I left after yeah. after Rampage. Yeah, uh, they played. They played uh, my way. Yeah, yeah. wow, perfect. The, yeah, not the WWE. Yeah, yeah. not the Fred Durst. Oh, so the second best one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Something we agree on. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on the socials at Up Next Podcast for all the pictures of, and stories of all our travels this, this week. Is bragging. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, for all the other shows coming out as well, because uh, this was a little extra bonus show. You brought your your mic uh, on this thing. You knew you you watch being the elite. Never uh, what pack your gear. Yeah, yeah. Bring I, I had it carry. in my hand, like yeah, it, my carry on. Yeah, you can't pack it. You'll yeah. lose those Dior's, right? Um, so check out all the other stuff. Patreon.com slash up next. We got some shows that we got a review up yours. Heavyweights. Ben Stiller, Disney movie, Maddie B, world champ, has picked that. That's out. Uh, we we have Extreme Rules, the pay-per-view, coming up this weekend. I won't be watching it. But you know what I did watch? Ex- sorry, ECW, One Night Stand from 2006. That review is out on the Patreon, plus all our retro NXT reviews, all the stuff. And if you are watching Extreme Rules this Sunday, or you don't want to watch it, but you kind of want to know what's going on, we will be having a watch-along on the Up Next Twitch account. Uh, we're letting the inmates run the asylum this week. We yeah. have a few world champions. Uh, Eric Marcotte, uh, Sino, are you are you hopping on for this one? Depending if I'm still here, I might yeah. say, say no and let's go out. Sino, card subject yeah. to change. Uh, Dan Reed as well is going to be on that. And and shout out, there was a watch along tonight for uh, yeah. for Grand Slam with Dicky Bird, Eric, and Chris Leone. So. Thank you for holding down the fort while we're having fun over here. But twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast. The watch alongs are always so much fun, even if the show itself maybe won't be. Yeah, well, uh, it was tonight on this yeah. on this AEW show. So thanks for listening to us. You can listen to us talk about uh, Dynamite every week on BD Elite. We usually go live Wednesday nights, 10, 15 p.m. Eastern time, twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast to record this show. Catch us every Tuesday night with Up Next as well. So many podcasts. Sino, you got shot in the dark. Yeah, I recorded it this morning right before I jumped on the train to get over here. Ridiculous. Um, pretty cool show. I, like uh, Ishii and uh, Tanahashi debuted on New Japan Strong, so that was pretty cool. What? Yeah. What? So, so, yeah, Spoilers, so. bro. Whoa. Just saying, just saying you guys got to watch these shows. You never know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, check that out. Turning Heels, episode six with uh, B Detroit. Yeah, so many podcasts, free podcasts, Patreon podcasts, 
all there is. Uh, Sino, thanks for hanging out with us tonight. It's t- we're tired. We're probably going to go try to get a drink or something. But where any uh, where can people find you? Sino uh, Evil, all social, C-N-O-E-V-I-L, as well as the Facebook page. I met a couple guys today on the Facebook page. So shout out Walter. He's on the Facebook page. And a couple other guys. So that was pretty cool. You had a few people who were like, hey, like, hey, I just want to say hi to you guys. So uh, anyone who said hi or you wanted to say hi, maybe we, we, you didn't get to connect with us, well, we're saying hi to you right now and uh, hit us up. So uh, thanks, guys. We, we love this uh, community. And going to a wrestling show for the first time in a few years reminded me of why I like doing this stuff. Um, and I can't wait to the world going back to normal so that we can hang out with these people because it, it, it felt nice to hear people being like hey I, I actually know who you guys are and I love you guys and um, we need more of that and hanging out with you people so yeah that's it that's it yeah take care goodbye be safe and that was the grand slam oh there breeze line has a holiday gift just for you one month of free internet for all your family's gift sites book flights and movie nights get reliable fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month plus free wi-fi your way home for the first 12 months and your first month is free breeze line wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season if only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits service subject to availability new residential customers in select areas only visit breezeline.com for complete offer details Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.